UT faculty pushes for pro-Palestine speech. It's December 13th, 2023, and these are your headlines. Faculty at the University of Texas in Austin are calling on UT President Jay Hartzell to support pro-Palestine speech. Now, in an open letter to Hartzell, this group of faculty wrote, we are deeply concerned about the repression of free speech and the safety of our students and instructors on our campus, which is becoming increasingly hostile to anyone demonstrating support for the Palestinian people who are facing mass displacement and genocide. The faculty referenced Hartzell's October 13th message to students and faculty, where he promised, like all UT, UT institutions, we will protect everyone's right to free speech. And to be clear, we have zero tolerance for any violence, vandalism, or other activities that threaten other people or the safety of our campus. At issue for the faculty and the impetus for the letter was the suspension of two teaching assistants in retaliation, in their words, for expressing support for Palestine to students and acknowledging the mental health implications of the violence in Gaza and the university's silence on student suffering, directing them to mental health resources on and off campus. However, the university has defended its suspension of the pair, saying they unprofessionally misused the official university classroom communication platform to send a personal political message to students in a course. Nevertheless, the faculty says the suspension is part of a pattern of silencing and erasure of pro-Palestinian students on the campus. Notably, and this is a big deal, well, the letter doesn't reference the October 7th attacks where Hamas murdered 1,200 people, kidnapped 240 others, which prompted the war on Gaza and Israel. A letter similar to another letter put out by the student-led Palestine Solidarity Committee. Now, this student statement, in, quote, full support of Palestinian liberation, says that Israel's state-sanctioned violence creates the conditions that make resistance necessary, which is why the threat of militarism and settler colonialism unites us as marginalized students in the fight for liberation. Unlike the faculty, the students went a step further. They called for a statement from university officials that specifically condemns what they are calling the violent genocide of Palestinians in Gaza by Israel and acknowledges the pain of the Palestinian, Arab, and Muslim communities. The statement is signed by a number of student organizations, including, but not limited to, the Queer, Trans, Black, Indigenous People of Color Agency. I'm sure Hamas is big fans of them. Gender Violence Law Caucus, Students for Revolution, Getting Radical in the South. These are the names of the organizations. Students Fighting Climate Change, the UT Young Democrat Socialists of America, and Women in Medicine. A new report highlights the astronomical cost of the school spending bills that have been proposed during the recent special legislative session. A special session is over. It's been over now for a week or so. School choice remains a priority of the Republican Party of Texas, as well as Governor Greg Abbott. But while the Senate passed school choice numerous times, the House voted to kill a school choice proposal that was included as part of omnibus school spending legislation last month. Now, a study from the Huffines Liberty Foundation criticizes the plans for putting billions of taxpayer dollars more into public education than they did into school choice. Specifically, the House proposal would have put nearly 
$30 billion over the next five years towards increased government spending compared to the less than $7 billion to the actual school choice program. The Senate's proposal, meanwhile, would place an extra $14 billion towards public education with a one-time $500 million expenditure on school choice that would need to be appropriated annually. Former State Senator Don Huffine says this fight is not about what's best for the teachers, superintendents, or school districts. This is not even about school choice. This is a coordinated effort by elitists in Austin to limit parental choice, to crush potential competition, and further empower a government monopoly. Instead, he suggested a three-pronged plan as an alternative. The plan involves first passing a standalone school choice bill without pouring billions more into government schools. Secondly, making school choice part of the school funding formulas so the money follows the students. And finally, use tax credits rather than tax dollars so that the program operates under free market conditions without government restrictions over private or homeschooling. The Luke Messia Show is your access to what happens behind closed doors in Texas politics. Listen weekly to me, your host, Luke Macias, as I break down what is actually happening in conservative politics in the Lone Star State, a state that we all love and cherish. Listen weekly wherever you listen to podcasts. This show is a product of Texas Corporate. Lastly, in election news, Katrina Pearson, a former spokesperson for President Donald Trump, has announced she is launching a campaign for the Texas House. Pearson will be running for House District 33 against incumbent state representative Justin Holland. Who is Justin Holland? Well, first elected to the Texas House in 2016, Holland has drawn the ire of conservatives with a series of high-profile votes in contradiction with the party's priorities even just this year. Holland was one of just two Republicans on the Committee on Homeland Security and Public Safety to join Democrats in voting to raise the age for semi-automatic rifle purchases larger than a 22 caliber from 18 to 21. He was also among the 60 Republican members who voted to impeach Attorney General Ken Paxton. And just last month, Holland was one of 21 Republicans to vote with Democrats to strip the school choice proposal out of that school spending legislation. Pearson says it's time for a change in the Texas House. She says the Texas House has been a bottleneck for conservative priorities for too long and it must be reformed. A small group of liberal Republicans like Justin Holland have formed a coalition with Democrats to block or water down conservative priorities. Pearson's not the first challenger in the race. She joins Dennis London, who is also running against Holland. Now, House District 33 includes Rockwall County and part of Collin County near Dallas. The Republican primary election takes place on March 5th, 2024. For more news of the day, head to texasscorecard.com.